0: hey what's up everybody uh this is nathan on the first of all podcast i'm also here with mccarty and uh he went solo last week and he went facebook live um so that was pretty cool uh we did that on our facebook page which is the first of all podcast is a podcast on there mccarty
1: uh to be quite honest with you i don't even know but i assume that if you just searched first of all, you would find it. Uh, But then again, maybe not. So maybe we should know more about our stuff. We are
0: the second most popular first of all podcast out there. So.
1: Some would say second, second, first of all.
0: Second, most, first of all. So go, go Mm -hmm. look it up, go check us out. Um, With that being said, let's just jump into it. Uh,
1: Typically, you know, right after our intro, one of us starts, you know, we just like immediately jump into content. Um, and that's, it's me. Let's be honest about that. It's usually me that has something to say and that's cause I talk a lot, frankly. Um, and I admit it, you know, there's a lot of people in this world and, um, Nate knows a lot of them. I know a lot of them, um, that talk a lot, but don't realize that they talk a lot. um, And I wish there was a name for those. You know how sometimes in like, I don't know, like other languages, uh, let's take uh, like the original Hebrew, okay? And that's the only, really the only example I can think of, but uh, like the Bible was written in like original Hebrew and in Greek too, but... um, the way the Bible reads today is like not really an accurate translation of what it used to read because like our language, the English language doesn't translate well. And I feel like we should have a word for like people that talk too much, but don't actually say anything relevant. You know, like I don't know what it would be, but it needs to be. I don't
0: want to have that though, because I feel like once they categorize it, it's going to be really like, I'm going to, I'm going to be that person. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to have that name.
1: I don't feel like you talk that much, to be honest.
0: Yeah, but I feel like you were really thinking about me in your head when you said talk a lot, but don't actually say anything. I feel like you were talking about me there.
1: Yeah, well, you're, yeah, your name, it you crossed my mind, like a, like a brief instant. Um, but, you know, I'm not really in a mood to just, like, not – I'm not in a mood to just talk way bad about you. Most days I am, but, you know, I'm not – really today Uh, maybe it's because maybe it's because you weren't here last week maybe it's because we haven't talked in a while I don't know but also because it's really late on a Wednesday night typically we record on like a normal human hour on a Wednesday or maybe even like a Thursday morning but right now it's pretty late and I'm also tired so maybe that's a contributing factor but I do want to know Nate um, just give me like a brief Like a pretty brief, as in like not long at all, um, really not long version of how your weekend was.
0: My weekend was very fun, and also I was at a work conference.
1: All right. That was pretty brief. I appreciate your uh, brevity. Brief, and then you change the word to brevity, and no one knows why, but that's the way that word is. Um, that's good, man. That sounds like you had a fun time, uh, because you use the word fun. Um, anything else that you would like to share about the, uh, between the last time you recorded this podcast and now?
0: Yes. I got an anniversary dinner at the Grand Lux Cafe in Chicago with my wife. So I know everybody's going to comment and say, you know, happy anniversary. Just save it guys. Don't, you know, so that was what I did Don't with that. Yeah, what about
1: you? Oh, uh, my weekend. Well, um for those that don't know me, um which is very few of you, <laughs> I must say, but I was in, I used to live in New Jersey. I've actually lived a lot of places in the last like 8 years of my life, which is like weird to say. Wait, not 8 years, like 6 years. Um uh, which is weird to say cuz I'm only 24, but basically as soon as I moved out of my house, that I grew up in in Tennessee, I've kind of lived all over. Um, so I went to school in Indiana and then, um, me and Nate actually lived in Colorado for like four and a half weeks one time, which was pretty cool. Um, I lived in Princeton, New Jersey, uh, and while I was in college and then moved there after college for my job. Um, and I don't know why I just told you all that because that had really didn't have a lot to do with my weekend. Um, but I did go back to New Jersey this weekend. I went to see some of my friends. My friend uh, my friend was having his 27th birthday. And I paused and hesitated there for a second because he looks like he's 18. Um, he has no facial hair and, like, just the smallest child-looking face of all time. And so it's weird to say that he's turning 27 and he's older than me because, like, in every way he looks like he could still be in high school – or get student discounts at places that give uh, discounts when you have your college ID. Um, But yeah, it was his birthday and uh, his wife set it up where I like flew into uh, New Jersey and surprised him and then hung out with some friends there. So it was a really fun time. Um, Really happy to see some of my old homies back there. Um, And it probably won't be long again before I visit uh, because it's pretty cheap to fly from Atlanta to there. So that's what I did, Nate. You ever been surprised for your birthday?
0: No, I'm, I'm, t- I'm not one to ask. I, I don't know that I've, I've been very, I've been surprised very few times in my life.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like you would remember it if you did. So, did you or did you not get surprised for any of your birthdays?
0: I have never been surprised on a birthday.
1: I mean, there's only 24 of them and like for like seven of them, you don't really remember. Well, I don't know if I was like
0: two years old and I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't expecting a cake or something, but for the ones I remember, I don't think I've ever been surprised.
1: I'm not even sure that we were, I think we're surprised every day of our lives from about zero years old to about probably 10. And then we start realizing that like what life is. Well, before that, you're like every day you wake up and you're like, oh wait this is what i'm supposed to do i feel like you know you've been surprised for a while i think that's
0: why we were so happy and why we had such an imagination because it's like it's new stuff every day that's exciting and then once you hit that threshold of this isn't new and less and less things become new then we just you know
1: well that sentence didn't have an ending um Yeah. Nate does that. You know, if this is your first time on the first of all podcast and Nate does that frequently where he just, as Michael Scott says, just starts a sentence and just doesn't know where it's going. Um, I do have some things to talk about, Nate, but I'll give you a chance to I'll let you decide where the direction of this podcast goes today. How about that?
0: Okay. And are you going to give me topics or you want me to throw one out?
1: I'm I'm saying, do you want me to proceed with my topics, which are always, always, always relevant and important? Or if you have something to talk about and want to bring it up for all of our lovely audience members, then I'll give you a chance to do it.
0: Well, now that you mention it, I do. And it is relevant because we just had, I don't know, you know, you're in the South now and then you were in Jersey. We in Indiana and in the Midwest had our first snow And I just wanted to hear your thoughts. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to hear your (laughs) thoughts on cold slash and snow.
1: Let's see, man. So you're right. I lived in the south for a long time, and like, you know, when you say it's cold in the south, really you just mean like it's like 65. You know, really you mean like it's too cold to get in the pool. But other than that, it's still like very livable. Um, And for a long time uh cold in my life it just meant the ac was on too high <laughs> you know like it didn't have anything to do with outside so when i went to uh when i moved to indiana for school and people are like it's cold outside and i was like guys we can still go out there like it's not a big deal and then you go out there and there's two foot of snow and your and your lips get chapped you know your your lips start singing a little song because they're so dry and the wind that blows on them you know it plays like an auto tune version of your real voice so I think that uh, my version and thoughts on cold have definitely changed in the last, you know, since I moved out of my parents' house. Uh, and then in New Jersey, it was actually not as bad as Indiana. I, I, I've only lived in this part of the, like, if you were to take the Mississippi river and, you know, and then you go West, like none of those places I've lived, but over here in the Eastern part of the Mississippi river, uh indiana is the coldest place i think that you can get maybe michigan's colder but i haven't really been there in the winter time but indiana is freezing and it's just like all the time snow the thing about snow in indiana is it snows one time and then it just never melts again so it's just constantly it's constantly piling and piling and piling so when nate says it's the first snow in indiana what he means is th- it's begun You know, winter has come like the Game of Thrones, people say, and it's and it's not going to stop until about April. And I I actually like the snow. I think it's fun. Uh, I like driving in it just because it keeps it interesting. You know, you get to you get to really experience like what the roads are like, you know, and how how skilled you are as a driver. Um, But I would say if I had it my way, it would it would probably just never be cold. Like I don't want to move to San Diego because I do want seasons. Like I wanted like a little variety in my life, but I just don't really see the point in it being cold. Uh, it just like everything dies, you get sick, you know. Like your state of your 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 overall life satisfaction goes down. Um, I will say people put on a lot of layers, and sometimes I get curious about that. But like other than that, you know, I don't really I don't really care for the cold.
0: Cur- curious about the layers, huh?
1: Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, Nate knows where this is going, but it reminds me of a character on new girl, Nick. He is very curious about women that wear a lot of layers. And I know our, our podcast is family friendly and I want to keep it that way, but there's nothing, you know, there's nothing more curious in the world than an attractive girl with like a hat on and a scarf and a really big coat and then probably some fancy form of boots. You know that's that's just a very attractive look and uh, very enticing is what I would say about it and I'll just keep it at that.
0: Yep. And if anybody if anybody knows what we're referring to, it's funny. If not, uh, go watch New Girl, please. You do yourself a favor. Um, I so that you said so many interesting points and it's very interesting to hear from someone from the South that says I want my seasons because that's exactly what somebody who grew up with seasons would say. So it's cool that you've kind of been there long enough to appreciate the four seasons. Um I will say that I was born in the winter ice storm of 95 in Columbus, Ohio. Look it up. It was a thing.
1: We all remember that, of course.
0: And because of that, I think that I, you know, just grew up in the cold. And my parents family is all from Michigan. So I grew up every year going to Michigan for all the holidays. And if, you know, the holidays are Thanksgiving, Christmas, and just sometimes staying up there for a week during Christmas. And, um, it's much colder to your point. It is much colder in Michigan. Just clear that up right now. Much
1: colder. Lake effect snow. Lake effect. Yes.
0: And just more snow, just like more of it. And it's colder. Um, but it is beautiful. It's very, very beautiful. And I love the seasons. I love winter. I love the snow. The only thing I'm struggling with, and I, this has always been this way. I don't know if it's because it's darker. I don't know if it's because you wake up and it's colder. You don't want to get out. I just I don't want to get out of bed in the morning.
1: Dude, I, I feel that. Uh, you know, have you ever seen those alarms? Um, or, like... They're non-traditional alarms that like they go off and you have to like get up and go across your room to turn them off or like I saw one one time that was like foot pedals and you had to get up out of your bed and step on them to make the alarm go away. I feel like when it gets cold, you need one of those because like it's so cold in your house or at least it feels like it that you just can't get out of the bed because it's so warm and snuggly. And then, you know, when you get up, first of all, it's going to be freezing. Secondly, when you go outside of your comfortable apartment, it's going to be cold or um, excuse me, your comfortable house. If you're a rich person like natives and it's just always going to be cold. Like there's nothing to look forward to when it's cold. And I feel like that's what you're getting at. But I just, that's what I'm saying is like everything dies you know, like the, 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 the conditions are just all bad when it comes to being cold. So like, what, what are we doing? What's the point of it?
0: Yeah. And that and that it's tough because when you talk about getting out of bed, you got to do the foot pedals. There's a certain feeling. I don't know how to describe it. It's not like a, it's not as deep as like, what do they call it? It's like seasonal depression or something. It's not, I'm not talking that deep, but there is a feeling between getting out of your bed and doing the first thing that you need to do to get your day going that in between right there is some of the worst feeling that I've ever. Okay. That sounds like I've never experienced anything. It's just a bad feeling. You have a really bad feeling from point A to point B and that's getting out of your bed and doing the first thing that you need to do. I just wish that there was a way to get out of bed, still feeling comfortable and not cold at all. You feel the same temperature as you were in your, in your bed. And somehow in that whole process, you don't do anything, but you're fully ready for the day to go to work.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's it's almost like the only way to make that happen would be like, uh, like a teleportation system. It's like, you just teleport to the bathroom and the, to shower and you would teleport to work and then you're ready to go. Yeah. I think it's like the only way that you would do it, but it, <laughs> it just made me think while, we were talking, or while you were talking or why you were talking. It made me think of like (laughs) the most annoying small talk in the world is like when people are like you're you're, like in an elevator or maybe like on a train with somebody. I don't know, like the context that you're like around somebody, but that person doesn't realize that you don't actually have to say anything to each other because you're never going to see each other again but they just feel like it's mad awkward, so they have to say something, and they start talking about the weather. Like, yeah, it's you know, it's getting pretty cold out there. Or in your case, like, you know, we had our first snow of the year last night, and it was, you know, I love the snow. And, I, you know, what do you think about winter? Do you like it? It just <laughs> – that's not at all what you're doing, but it just reminded me of, like, the most classic small talk ever.
0: Well, I love that you said that because I've been telling people lately – I hate, you know, I hate small talk. I've told you that my whole life. You and I hate small talk. There's no point in it until I started working at a place where I literally see like 80 people that I see every single day and I pass them in the hallways like 10 times a day. And like you could walk by and not say anything, but that's considered rude. So I actually very much appreciate small talk now. And my favorite bit of small talk is not actually weather, but it's on Thursday. I can start saying, hey, it's almost Friday. And then on Friday, I can say, I can't complain, it's Friday. Those are my favorite (laughs) two phrases. And it gets me out of so much stuff.
1: Dude, I I was talking with a friend of mine this weekend. And she said (laughs) she had a full conversation with somebody one time where they just used cliche small talks like back and forth for like five minutes. Like they both knew what was happening, but also couldn't get out of it fast enough. So they just kept using small talk. And it was basically like, just if you were to read a book on the most cliche things you could say in a small talk, that in a conversation that means nothing, they said like all of them. And I was thinking, that's what our world is. It's just full of people that can communicate in the most useless jargon, just nothing, just saying nothing for like hours all day. And it's it's infuriating to me because I just think that if if you're gonna open your mouth and say anything, it better mean something because it's my time that you're that you're using for me to listen, and I don't like wasting my time. But it's just infuriating to me that small talk even exists.
0: It's like a, it's a it's a game of chess. It's like a um, it's like a dance. Uh, you know, you you don't like it, but the the cliches back and forth that would crack me up. Like if they were. If I was sitting across from a coworker, you know, maybe you're walking by them and you say like you say one and then they say one and then you get one back and then you both kind of start to see where this is going. I just I would immediately want full eye contact for the rest of the time that we small talk just back and forth <laughs> cliches. That would be hilarious.
1: I wish me and you could do it, but like I'm so bad at it. Like, I'm, I'm actually so bad at it. Uh, My least favorite one is f- for people to say, how was your weekend, which I did that to you, like in a, sort of in a funny way, because we didn't have anything to start the, the podcast with. But like when people say, say like you see him on a Monday or even like a Wednesday, people will be like, hey, hey, how's your weekend? It's like, first of all, you don't care. You know, like we all know that. And secondly, it's over with. Why are we talking about it anymore? Whatever I did, you probably weren't there and didn't experience it. So you don't need to know. Like It's it's over with and we're moving on and we're living our life whatever day it is now. And just that's what cliches are. Like you said, like, well, it's Friday. Can't complain. It's like basically you just breathe a bunch of sounds that the world didn't need, really. And then we just I don't know why we do that. I don't know why it's considered rude to just walk past somebody that you don't actually have anything to say to. It just, it makes no sense.
0: I got one for you based on that. How, what are your thoughts on the unreturned? How are you?
1: Oh, dude, I am the world's biggest offender. And I I hate even saying that it's an offense to not say anything back. Like, I hate saying that because it's stupid that it is an offense to do that. But I am the worst about saying it back. I just don't even think about it because that's not me. That's not me to say, how are you? Which is because it's a small talk thing. It means nothing. You don't care what my response is. You just feel weird being in silence. So you have to put a bunch of sounds in the air so that we don't feel as weird. I don't know how that came about, but I don't ever do it. Like people will be so nice about it. I'll be in an elevator or walking down a hall and say, hey, hi, how are you? I'm good. And just keep going. I don't care. I don't care. I just keep walking and I don't, I'm not apologizing for it. I will continue doing it, but I know that's going to bother some people so much.
0: Well, I, it all goes back. I think you can trace it back to one group of people and it's the people that use, how are you as hello? And they're like perfectly fine with you not answering. How are you? They just say, how are you? And they move on. They use it as a, they use it as a greeting and not like it's an actual question.
1: Well, there's also the people too. those same people that you're describing also are the ones that if you pass them in a hall and you didn't say, how are you? Like, let's say you're walking down the hall and you say, hey, I like your shirt. And then their response, because they're robots about human interaction, would say, I'm good. How are you? Like, they don't actually hear your question at all. They just assume that's going to be what you ask them. And then they assume you're just asking them how they are, which is not what you said, and they just robotically answer that they're good. I can't stand, like, that is a disgrace to our human race.
0: I love I love when you hit them with a how are you, and they say, hey, how are you? And then there's that pause, because, like, you did ask them first. So do you have to wait until they answer and then ask them again, <laughs> or do you just move on
1: after that? Dude, I don't know, man. I can't even, like, I hate Small Talk so much, I can't even talk about Small Talk. Like, that's how bad it is. Um, I'm pretty sure I just saw a commercial for Lucky Charms, and they put big marshmallows. Like, instead of, the, like, regular size marshmallows, it was big marshmallows. Are you watching TV
0: there, during our podcast? In
1: Well, it's not that I'm, like, actively watching it. It's just that it's on in the background. And uh, I couldn't help but notice that those are extra-large marshmallows. That- and, like... of all things to notice, that's what you notice is that I was watching TV, you didn't even consider the marshmallows?
0: Yes, I can't I mean I'm I'm sitting in a room with no distractions.
1: I know, but do you agree that you would you would buy that cereal though?
0: What's the proportion? The marshmallow size to the other little flake size? I
1: don't know, it looked like maybe two. It was it, like double the size. Like two to one. And yeah, I'd buy those. You think It seems like just maybe it's like a rare thing, you know, you like buy it just to say you're a part of it almost.
0: Well, I hope that they want to double the size of the marshmallows and then take like put less in.
1: Oh, yeah. Or double the size of the flakes. That (laughs) would be the worst. (laughs) Okay, we have to talk about that. We're pretty deep into the podcast and we actually didn't get into anything that was like written down, uh, which is a good thing. I think that means that we're good at it. We're good at podcasting. Um, I have a request from some of my New Jersey homies. They they wanted us to talk about something. So, you know, when we have our fans that give us something to talk about, we do it, man. We do it, okay, because we we appreciate our fans, okay? And so we're going to do it. And the the thing that they brought up that they wanted us to talk about is very important, I think. And it kind of, you know, it's the same people that that ask how you're doing in the hallway when they don't really care is the same people that struggle with what we're about to talk about. Okay, And the question is, if somebody's flies down, do you what are the contexts that you do tell them and that you don't tell them? So if you're not familiar, when somebody says your fly is down, that means your zipper on your pants is still open. Okay, And it's not like there's nothing wrong with it. Because you can't like see somebody's private area because of that. It just the kind of looks tacky a little bit. Um, so, what do you think, Nate? What's the context in which you would tell somebody and that you would not tell somebody?
0: I think that I think that we could have a conversation about this. I know that you and I, what we would do. Um, so, it's kind of hard for me to to be in another person's position. I think there are three types of people. There's the people that don't tell. There's the people that do tell, and there's the people that sip it up for them. Um, and I am right there in the middle of. I just tell them.
1: Uh, I don't even want to begin to imagine somebody zipping up my own zipper for me.
0: It's just the groups of people that exist.
1: I don't think they do. (laughs) If that third group exists, like what kind of Facebook secret Facebook group are they in? Because I don't think that happens.
0: Well, I also, I also think that they're. In terms of uh, professionalism, I think that um, and this happened with with Jess she wanted me to tell our pastor that he had someone on his face. I know it's a little different, but um, just like maybe a guy should tell a guy that his zipper's down.
1: Dude, you read my mind kinda so they were talking about it and my thoughts are well let me get, let me back up. you they said does it matter if it's a girl or not? Like in general, like even if it's a girl that notices another girl's flies down or a guy notices a girl's flies down, doesn't matter. And I think, yeah, it does. Like you you try to be appropriate at least, Um, you know, at minimum, you want to be appropriate. At maximum, you want to be cautious. Um, I think that for me as just my personality, which is to just be real and honest with people, I would tell somebody basically in any context But I would read the room, you know, like some people like you, Nate, if I was in a room with you, I can joke with you and like uh, embarrass you a little bit and be like in front of everybody like Nate, zip your pants up, you know, and you would take it pretty well from me. But there's some people that wouldn't. So I would I would still tell them I would just do it discreetly, like come up to them, maybe, you know, whisper in their ear non sexually and just tell them that they have an issue that needs to be addressed. And I think that's perfectly fine to do. I think everybody wants to know if their fly is down. If it's down, they want to zip it up. They didn't do it on purpose, so they want to know. Regardless if you have any kind of special relationship or connection with this person. If it's a random dude and a McDonald's uh, drive-thru through no, not drive through because you wouldn't see it. A McDonald's checkout line what – what am I trying to say? Order line. drive through Uh no, not drive through. You wouldn't see somebody's fly in a drive through, <laughs> yeah, in, in a car. Uh, and when you're ordering inside, is what I'm trying to say tell that person. Okay. Let them order their Big Mac first and then, you know, just take them to the side and tell them. Okay. Uh, but Nate, I guess you, I would assume you're, you know, in agreement with me, but it, it doesn't matter if it's a girl or not.
0: Again, I think you're right. I think you got to read the room, know who you're talking to. I just think these days, you should probably just, like you said, you know, at the at the most, be be cautious. Um, If you know the person, you're you know you're really close with them, Uh, you know maybe it can be a girl, but under most circumstances, I would I would recommend it being another guy.
1: Yeah, I'd probably do it if it was a girl, to be honest with you, but. I would just do it discreetly. Well, I think all I'll
0: tell you who the real heroes are. And I've only seen this twice with the fly zipping is like when somebody's up in front of a group talking and you notice it, you know, everybody's probably seen it. Uh, is that person getting up, shielding the rest of the people and just saying, hey, man, your fly's down, just like really quietly. They zip it up and you move on.
1: Yeah. And I think here is if, if you're the if here's the thing, if you're the person that your fly is down, if you're the person. And also, why do we call it a fly? I don't even know. I, we should have addressed that the first. Like, what is what is that? What is the origin of that? Anyway, uh, if you're the person that gets caught with their fly down, I think you should acknowledge it. You know, like that's the best way to kill an elephant in the room is to just say, just acknowledge it like we've all done it. You know, we've all it's just a part of life, especially for guys. So just acknowledge it and move, laugh it off and move on. And it's going to happen again in your life. So don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed of it. Just it's life. And, you know, we just have to move on. Look
0: everybody in the eye. Say my fly was down. Now it's not. And then move on.
1: That's right. And that's a good way for us to end the podcast. Um, Since Nate did the intro, I'm doing the outro because we do things evenly or at least try to. Um, This is the first of all podcast. And um, if we had sponsors, we would read them right here, but we don't yet. Emphasis on the yet. Uh, My name is McCarty and Nate is the other voice that you heard. Uh, And we do this every Thursday. So we would love it if you guys tuned in. Um, We're on all the, all the platforms that have podcasts. So Spotify, Google, uh, Apple, um, all the things. Uh, Just give us a follow on our Facebook page. Um, That's the best way to get all the updates and episodes and all the good stuff. Uh, And we will see you guys again uh, right here next Thursday. See you guys.